Amanda. Hey, Tommy. Hey, do you like movies by chance? I sure hope I do, since that's half the genesis of this podcast. Yeah, we talk about movies a lot. In fact, uh, if you think we talk about movies a lot before, we, we should probably talk a lot about movies today. Yeah, because 2023's got quite the lineup, and that's what we're going to be talking about today. On Can We Talk About? Talk about the movies that are coming out this year. There are so many good ones. I am so excited. I'm also excited. The Super Bowl just happened before we're recording this. First off, they didn't actually do it during the ads. They actually like had like little mini ads to tell you to go watch the full trailer to things. Yeah, that was weird. But for me, pointed out that there are a lot of movies coming out this year with a lot of anticipation. Hence, this episode of the podcast, which I think... Uh, I yeah, piece. I'm excited. I'm very excited about the movies that are coming out. And also, um, I was looking over the list, and it's kind of strange, right? Because it used to just be like, what movies are going to hit theaters? Yeah. But I feel like the list is so large now because there's so many movies that are going like straight to streaming. I feel like Apple yeah. has a bajillion movies coming out this year. Yeah. I was actually surprised too. There was another movie, and I forget which one it is, but it's only in theaters. It's not on Amazon, which is weird. To me, because I'm like, why was that? It was the one with uh, Matt Damon. Are you talking about Air? Yes, the Michael Jordan. Oh, that is like that. I think is the one I'm looking forward to the most. Matt Damon and Jason Bateman. Sign me up. Yeah, but anyway, we can jump right into it, and then we can just do it. We'll start from the ones that are starting in March of this year. Which, by the time you listen to this, may be in the past. Or still the future, depending on, I don't know. Okay. We'll, we'll figure it out. But All right. uh, the first one I'm looking at here, and I and I said it'd start with March, but this is like right on the cusp, and I feel like we have to mention it. Oh, I'm so is excited. Cocaine Bear. I can't wait. I cannot wait for this movie. I think I mentioned it. I think we both mentioned it pretty early on in the podcast that this movie was coming out and we were excited about it, didn't we? It came up. I was it the 2022 we wrap? It might have been, yes. I think during our 2022 yeah. wrap-up, you you mentioned that you were looking forward to this. Which, by the way, um, stars Kerry Russell and Ray Liotta. Is this Ray Liotta's last movie? Oh, I think it is. I think we also mentioned that, and that's really sad. But at least I hope it does well, because Elizabeth Banks is directing it. And, yeah. I mean, this is a real story. People might think I'm being <laughs> nuts for being excited about this, but this is a yeah. legitimate real story that I'd heard on a podcast Years ago, uh-huh. about these drug mulers that essentially had to, they were smuggling cocaine and it dropped <laughs> off of the plane in Georgia in 1985 and a bear found it and just went ham and ate all this cocaine and terrorized this town. And it's, oh, <laughs> I cannot wait to see this movie. Um, And I, I'm guessing, and there was something I heard, a little like soundbite from Elizabeth Banks that leads me to believe that this is going to become a new arc but she mentions somewhere that she's willing to do and would absolutely do cocaine shark, which I also think flows off the tongue a little bit better for some reason. Cocaine but shark. Okay. But is that, that's not a real, it's not a real thing, right? I think that's the thing as like, this is one of those things where it's like, Oh, cocaine bear. That's crazy. Now let's just give cocaine to other scary animals. And I think next I mean, list was shark. there could be a cocaine shark because People try to smuggle drugs across the ocean all the time. I bet you there's plenty of sharks that have ingested loads of cocaine. <laughs> I don't know the I don't know the the uh, the chemical workings of. I don't, uh, I don't know. Anyway, 
Anyway, um, very excited for that. And that's end of uh, end of February, right? Yeah. Yeah. Opens opens end of February. Okay. Um, yeah. So that is the one I'm excited about in February. Next up in March, and this really kicks off where we should have started, but we had to touch on Cocaine Bear. Um, Thank you. I found this interesting because this is his directorial debut, and it's also similar to the story of the of um, Sylvester Stallone, who who obviously kicked off the franchise, but Creed three, which Michael B. Jordan is starring as, you know, the 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 titular titular character, and I can never I never say that correctly, um, but it's Michael B. Jordan reprising his role. Um, where I think he plays Apollo Creed's son. Son, yes. Um, um, and it looks. Do you watch? Do you like the Rocky movie franchise? I do. Is that too I, camp for you? No, no, not at <laughs> okay. all. And you know what's really funny is there is a uh, and if it's floating around somewhere on YouTube, but I think it was during the pandemic. Sylvester Stallone went back and he got all the original um reels and masters from I think it was Rocky. Two or three, which which is the one where uh, Apollo Creed dies? I think that's three. Is that three? Yeah, because um, the would, Russian guy is four. Yeah, and that would also make sense because I believe uh, Sylvester Stallone directed that too. He got the original masters and like went back and was like working out of his office with an editor and like recutting the movie from scratch to like make like a like a special edition, but like doing things he had learned over the years from, from continuing to direct and like changing like the angles of shots and like when you cut away to things and all these things. And he was talking about it. And there's this documentary of like following him recutting the movie. And you see like scene by scene, like how much effort he puts into the framing, the color, everything, every little nitpicky thing. And it's really enjoyable to watch. I mean, it is time consuming for them to re-edit the movie because there's like this lowly editor there sitting while Sylvester Stallone like points at the screen. Oh, it's like, all right, tilt, <laughs> tilt this. And can we cut into this a little bit more? And I want to like, when he says this, I want this to happen. Like he has such a vision for the movie that I got to give the guy credit. Like whatever, if you like the movie or not, it doesn't I matter. Love. Like Sylvester Stallone is just amazing. Like he cares a lot and I give him a lot of credit for that. Cause, um, mm. It's yeah. a big deal in my family. Rocky yeah. is like, I have five sisters. My father, that is, we are sons yeah. to my father. And that was like, you watched Rocky movies with dad. That's what you did. And this is Michael B. Jordan uh, directing for the first time too. So um, yeah, a lot of credit there. Give him Love uh, that. excited for him. So that's March. Uh, March. Yeah. That is March. Um, are you an Adam Driver fan? Oh, am I an Adam Driver fan? I'm in a Facebook called Driverinos. Okay. Yeah. And it's just, <laughs> let's be honest here. Um, I can't wait for this one. It's called 65. Yeah. And I, I only know that he is like an astronaut. That's all I know about it until I'm obviously getting ready for this and I'm going to watch it. It doesn't matter what it is that he's doing. I'm going to watch it. So. Yeah, so what's the what's the synopsis? He's he he's he an astronaut. Is, um, so the writing directing team of this is Scott Beck and Brian Woods, okay. and they wrote A Quiet Place. So this is probably going to be great. But it's yeah. a sci fi thriller starring the one, the only, the handsome Adam Driver. Adam he's an astronaut. Driver. Crash lands on a foreign planet. Only discover he's landed on prehistoric Earth, sixty five million years in the past. Um, hence the title. 
Is that, and sounds old. Isn't that like the ending of? of are we watching uh, Jurassic Park? No, not Jurassic Park. Anyway, um, Sam Raimi is involved in this too, and uh, it has a score by Danny Elfman, which yeah, which surprised me too because like this isn't a silly, you know, Tim Tim Burton, Tim Burton movie, movie. Yeah, to have like the typical Danny Elfman like bunka 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 like just you know that that's that's the sound of Danny Elfman by the way I just made yeah it's Adam Driver I mean. You know, signing off on anything, Adam Driver. That's that's a that's its thing on its own. And that's so. the theaters, right? Yeah, that one's yes, the theaters. That's, that's going to theaters. Um, I'll let you pick up the next one. Take oh, us the down next the list. One, Luther, yeah. Mister Luther, Mister Idris Elba. Talk yeah. about another one. Oh wow. Uh, this one. I mean, do you watch the Luther show? Um, my wife does. Dale, who you know. Very okay, well. and um, um, Henry does as well. Yes. <laughs> so. <laughs> hilariously enough we'll, so does we'll my let fiance. them we'll let them do an episode on the movie and this yeah. is a two netflix movie right yeah oh no well it's gonna Select be in theaters. theaters yeah it's gonna be in theaters in, in the end of february anyway which when they do that that's always like the uh you know which is weird because it's like sort of to qualify for you know awards and awards. things okay i get but it is, i get it is is the luther movie gonna you know the fallen sun yeah. i don't know but i mean you know again idris yeah. elba yeah, that I'll voice. give it to him. That yeah. voice and that face. Yeah. I loved him on, uh, which is the oddest place to say I like him, but I loved his arc on uh, The Office. It was really good. That was really yeah. good. Him in glasses really sold yes. it for me. Yeah. And uh, um, I feel like this is this one's a little bit more, I, I would love your opinion on, yeah. Scream 6. Yeah. It's coming out. So did you watch the new one? I, I watched a little bit of it and then I gave I didn't. up. Not out of like, not out of like disliking it. And I heard all good things. I heard everyone say, yeah, it's like going back to basics. And because, you know, in the early 2000s, even like the Halloween movies, everything started getting like way too over the top and trying to outdo itself, you know, every movie prior. And I think the last scream from what was it last year, the year before, I don't know, the, the, the one before this one. Yeah. Sort of reset the stage and made it simple again. Which is sort of Nev the, Campbell's the not in this one. No. Yeah. But Courtney Cox is. Great. I love her. But and and Hayden Panton Pantalone. We I can neither one of us can ever say her name. Yeah. Every time we try to say it. Yeah. The Hayden, short girl from Heroes. Hayden girl. But I I didn't want I don't know. I just I really love the Scream franchise. Yeah. It's really pinnacle growing the the type of horror from our generation of growing up when horror movies came out. So I really like it yeah. and I don't want to not like it. And I always get worried that if it's not good, then that's good. Like a sore spot for the franchise in my brain. Like that's the last thing I saw. I was like, eh, it was good yeah. until. Yeah. And what I always liked about the scream movies, the the original scream movies was that it, it didn't have like great, like, you know, like a Halloween, like all the other ones. I mean, I keep harping on Halloween, but they, almost like have like a little color haze to the movie, right? Mm -hmm. It's almost like too, it it almost knows it's a horror movie too much. Like if you came in to scream, also I know what you did last summer, like that, those like late 90 movies in general, like they just sort of were like teenagers, I loved you know, it. going to high school, just being scared because there's something trying to kill them, right? Like, yeah. And they apparently had the world's most lenient parents because- yeah. They were always going on vacations to lake houses yeah. and their parents were cool with it in high school. Yeah. We don't have yeah. helicopter parents back in the nineties. Um, Truth. 
And also um, worth noting, um, who I think just exploded as Wednesday, but uh, Jenna Ortega is in this movie too. But I guess depending on when it was filmed, I wonder if uh, I wonder if she's like the pseudo, like the one that gets killed off real quick. I I don't know. Is she was she in the one before this? I don't know. I don't. Oh boy. Well, I hope she doesn't. She, I'm, now I'm gonna watch it because I she love her. Yeah, she was. She was. <laughs> she was in the last her. scream. Yeah, she was in the okay. last. Okay. Well, all right. Yeah. It's, now it's on the list. Now it's on the list. And we're back. Um, all right. What's next? Uh, well, all right. I, I'll say I like the first one. Uh, and I don't know where I am on the second one, but uh, Shazam, Shazam, uh, Fury of Gods is the sequel, which I also feel like was a very few years they waited to to do a sequel for this. But I think they should have um, did a sequel real quick. Let it ride out a little bit. I think they waited too long. Like, I, I think okay. it was... I didn't see um, the first one, so I can't even chime in on this. It was really good, I, I will okay. say. Um, and I think the other thing that was um, was nice to see too is I'm I, I'm not a horror movie person. Are you a horror movie person? I can be. Okay. You know how I've, I I I will say I like certain types of horror. Um, yeah. But I am not a person that gets scared by horror okay. movies, so I don't like them for that reason. Like that does not affect me yeah. at all. But I do enjoy some, some. Yeah, fair enough. Most, um, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Somewhere in there. The The director of Shazam was a guy who um, was known for doing horror movie. He's the guy who uh, created the Annabelle franchise. Um, okay, see, that's where you lose me. Exactly. Um, it, me too, by the way, for what it's worth. But he has an and entire- And I have friends like, who love them. Like, yeah. love horror movies, love those types. No, not my jam. My wife does too, and I'm like, I can't, yeah. I can't stand him. Um, but David F. Sandberg, uh, he is a very cool human. Uh, he's a director, but he used to like him and his wife would like make like little short films. It's like he still has like YouTube channel. That's how he became a director. That's incredible. He was like just making like little YouTube movies and like wanting to create short films. And then he created one that went viral. And then uh, he had a concept for a movie called Annabelle about a doll. And then that worked, and then that led him to direct Shazam uh, a couple years ago, and now he got the sequel. So is um, that movie Megan that just came out about a doll? Is that part of the? No, it's it's not related, but also okay. Oh god, <laughs> I just <laughs> saw it. I was like, oh, maybe she's a friend of Annabelle. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> All I the have dolls no are friends. You have Chucky come over, Bride of Chucky come over. Everyone, sure. Oh, I like that. Those those are well. Good. Is that just because you like um, Jennifer yeah, Tilly? Of course it is. Absolutely. Okay. All right. Cool. All right, we're on the same page. We're okay, we're great. <laughs> um, love Jennifer Tilly. Now that that's that was that was the nineties. Um, yes, which reminds me, by the way, I, we always go off on tangents. I always have these moments where I remember um, movies I watched as a kid. There was a movie, and I'm going to pull it up right now and remember the name. But uh, Jennifer Tilly played one of the mothers to the kids, and she was Jennifer Love Hewitt's mother in the movie. What? A house arrest. Does that not ring a bell? I have to see. I, I feel a, like in my brain, yeah. I thought, okay, hilariously, I type in house arrest and it automatically says, <laughs> are you under house arrest trying to take off your ankle bracelet? No, <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. Well, this is a bad, this is a bad yeah. Google thing. Okay. Yeah. Movie. 
Okay, movie well, I'll, I'll talk about comes. it while you're looking it up, uh, but it stars Jamie Lee Curtis and Kevin Pollack. Uh, they are the parents, and then they have the kids who ground their parents. I had to have seen this. Yeah, you had to have seen this movie. Oh my God, yes. This is a great yeah. movie. It's a great movie. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but because Jennifer- they don't want the kids to get, di- they don't want their parents to get divorced, right? Yes. Okay, yeah, exactly. yeah. That's a good movie. I like that movie. Yeah. Great movie, oh, but great. Uh, rang my bell because Jennifer Tilly played Jennifer Love Hewitt's mother. I mean, yeah. All right. We're gonna get, we're, this, this is going to become a very horny podcast. Real I was going to say, this is just going to be a podcast about yeah. boots again. I can't. <laughs> we already talked about Gina Davis today. Let's move on um, to to not boob people. Okay. Um, John Wick, chapter four. I, I'm the love I have for Keanu Reeves is unfounded. I'm, I will so tell you. I got to tell you, I keep and and it was like a couple weeks ago, too, where I'm like, you know, everyone talks about John Wick. I have yet to see any of the John Wick movies. I need to watch one of these. And the other day I was like, oh, maybe I'll maybe I'll just start at number one. Start at the first one. It's the only one I've seen. And go through it. I have to get through them and watch them. Obviously, this is chapter four. So I'm, I'm guessing this is the fourth one. So, yeah. Um, but there's another I mean, John look Wick Look at movie. that cast. It's Keanu Reeves, Lawrence Fishburne, Lance Reddick. Yeah. Bill Skarsgård. Come on. Yeah. I remember them filming this, too, because there's always like videos that come out of them. <laughs> filming on the street like him riding a horse shooting a gun or something crazy um oh yeah especially on tiktok when i yeah, finally yeah. downloaded the tiktok app i think it was like right around the time they had started filming it and then they had to stop filming it because of covid the pandemic yeah yeah so they definitely leaked a bunch of you know yeah. <laughs> new york new york people on the sidewalks yeah. taping it so i've seen a couple of those but um same. I need to. I think to I would it. like this. Yeah. I'm going to watch them. Um, We're getting closer. So we're, we're rounding out March with one more movie. And this is I a ding, ding, ding. Because we've been we've talked about Dungeons and Dragons. The yeah. Game. I message. I text you outside this podcast. I text you and say, hey, have you ever played Dungeons and, Dra- Dungeons and Dragons? Because I'm like, I, I want to play. That you, you know, I'm a nerd and you're like, oh, yeah. she's a loser. She's probably yeah. played this game. And I have. <laughs> I have. I have the starter kit. I have like the fir- like the the starter pack of like you know doing your own first. Um, I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna butcher the name, and, I'm, and people are gonna make fun of me for not knowing uh, campaign. I knew that I knew that word. Um, it takes you through like a very novice, very like get you into it campaign. Okay, but I think okay. we need to play Dungeons and Dragons at some point. We should watch this movie when it comes out. Mm-hmm. And then play the game after and we can just we'll we'll record it because you can play online with people. I know this now from listening to podcasts. And I was listening to a podcast episode where um, the whole premise of the podcast, it's uh, by Chris Gethard, who's a comedian. And one of the premise of the podcast is you call in. It's anonymous. Yeah. And this girl is like a very well-known campaign manager like she runs the campaigns for this Dungeons and Dragons games and she's like super sought after and all the work that this girl had to do behind the scenes yeah to run a game that she's not technically even playing yeah she she kind of is just like the manager of the game yeah I was like, oh my God, these the people dungeon are really master. into it. I, I know that. Yeah. And that's yeah. A Stranger Things. Wasn't that the whole Hellfire yeah. Club yeah. was Dungeons, Dungeons and Dragons? Dragons. Yeah. I, w- I will say the one piece of media that ever spurred my interest into playing Dungeons and Dragons was um, 
I guess both episodes, but the the episode of Community where they played Dungeons and Dragons and it was advanced. They made it look really fun. They made yeah, it look absolutely. like a fucking ball. Yeah. But this is um, a lineup and a half in this movie. Yeah. It's Chris Pine, Hugh Grant, Roger. How do you say his name? The guy from Bridgerton. Oh, Reggie, I don't know. Reggie Jean. Reggie Page? Jean Page. I don't know. He's hot as hell. So. Uh, Sophia Lewis Smith. Um, she, she, oh God. Oh, is she back from tax evasion? <laughs> I guess she's made. Welcome back. Welcome back. Yeah. And um, I, this is a, a reboot, I guess. Of well, there's been there was another movie I think in the '80s that really didn't do it justice. But I will say, um, it is uh directed by uh John Francis Daly and Jonathan Goldstein, who who did um Game Night, which. That was funny. I, I that was really, really that funny. I like that movie a yeah. lot. Yeah. Um, I will say, I and again, I'll credit TikTok because that's that's apparently where we get all our it's content. It's where I get my life at this point. But someone else had mentioned somewhere else. They're like, you know what? Like Game Night was a really good movie, right? very underrated. I'm like, no, it, I, I also I think it was a great movie. And it's Jason Bateman. So points there. Yeah. But there was someone pointing out that like even the way the movie shot makes it look like a, like a board game almost. Like- um, like they use that like tilt. Um, I tilt can chip. see that. Yeah. So like make like the cars okay. look like, like little tiny pieces on a board or something. Yeah. Anyway, um, I feel like this is a movie that's in good hands. <laughs> um, always scary when you're trying to take on something like Dungeons and Dragons. It's been around for, you know, decades. Um, and it's an open, it's an, you know, it's an open world board game. You can just do what you want. But at the same time, um, anyway, looking forward to it. Me too. I'm going to, I think I'll enjoy that. I'm actually really looking forward to this one. So yeah. now we're in April and this is Air. Yeah. Which is um, directed by Ben Affleck, starring Ben Affleck, Matt Damon, yeah. Jason Bateman, Viola Davis, Chris Tucker, Chris Messina, and Marlon Wayans. And it's all about Nike. And Matt Damon is essentially the Nike executive that was brought on to make their basketball. It's so crazy to think now yeah. that Nike was not known for basketball. Yeah. And their basketball division was trash. So he's brought on to bring their basketball division to like the cool kids. Yeah. And by getting Michael Jordan and creating the Air Jordan brand, that's the yeah. whole point of the movie. And that is, I think it's going to be so good. And coming off the heels of uh, The Last Dance, which was a great documentary on Netflix about Michael yeah. Jordan, I feel like the Michael Jordan fan is alive and well. Yeah, um, I will say Ben Affleck, I really like him as a director. Um, the Town, Argo, the one that I actually, I've seen it a few places, but I never saw it as as being well rated. And that's why I just never gave it a chance was Live By Night, which is like this uh, mob mm. movie. Um, Didn't see that one. That was 2016. Um, he also wrote that as well um, uh, off of, a, uh, based on a book. But- um, this is his first movie directing job that he's done since. Oh. So I'm actually kind of excited to see I'm him. I'm excited. Yeah, yeah. He's playing, um, uh, he plays Nike's co-founder, Phil Knight, and I'm yeah. really excited. I think it's going to be really good. Yeah. I'm excited for that. Um, yeah. Good for it. Oh, he also, I, I skipped over the most important, Gone Baby Gone. He he directed that too. Oh, so good. So yeah. good. How'd you skip that one? I don't know. I just, I didn't go down that far. Again, but my point this is, is 
This is definitely Tom's wheelhouse. I don't know yeah. who the hell directs, writes, or produces anything until Tom tells me. So, yeah. <laughs> but the thing is, I, I like Ben Affleck as a director. I think he's a good director. I wish he directed more. So, I agree. Um, you know, it's definitely been a few years since he directed anything, and glad to see him show up. And he's J-Lo's always in everything him the he directs. J Lo's yeah. giving him the juice to get back in that chair. Yeah. Well, he was in a uh, he's in a Dunkin' Donuts commercial now. It's too, very so. funny. I liked yeah. it. Yeah. Um. All right, this is going to be controversial. You're going to get into this one? Okay, but I I saw the trailer when yeah. I went to go see uh, Avatar, which was the first mm-hmm. time I'd been in the movies since like 2019. Okay. And I think this looks good. Yeah. The Super Mario Brothers movie. Yeah. Super Mario Brothers movie. Yeah. I think it looks good. What do you think? I No, I think the movie looks good. Right. Okay. I, the, the controversial part about this is not about the movie. Okay. It's not about uh, Anya Joy, uh, Taylor Joy. It's not about Jack Black. It's not about Charlie Day or Seth Rogen or Fred Armisen or Keegan Michael Key. None of those people. It's about okay. Chris Pratt. I know. And Chris Pratt just this the Chris he's Pratt gonna voice. He's going to be Goomba, right? He, no, What's he's Mario. Say? No. Yeah, that's the whole thing. Is no. that? Yeah. It's, it's Are you Chris, sure? I'm 110%. He, Son it's, of a bitch. Yeah. And I yeah. hate him. <laughs> oh, just, man. Yeah, just to be, and just to be clear, too, because I, again, <sighs> I, I just I just flew cross country on Delta, and Delta has a, only a few TV show comedies you can watch, right? Everyone's watching dramas now, so they're light on the comedy catalog. It's like Curb Your Enthusiasm, Rick and Morty, and Parks and Recreation. And so I was watching, I went Rec. back and like, watch an episode or two of Parks and Rec. And I'm like, oh yeah, there's there's the Chris Pratt we we used to like. There's I watched the Chris one Pratt last he's silly. Night. Yeah, just one episode and he's yeah. just so funny. Yeah. And so um oh, man. I don't know, man. I, I I mean here's the thing and it's kind of funny I'm gonna because, watch it. I'm gonna watch it and I'm just well, gonna, I'm gonna, gonna pretend it. it's yeah. Chris Pine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing that the thing that everyone was complaining about, which is valid, right? And I'll and I'll 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 give my thoughts on it as I try to think about how to articulate my thoughts, but Chris Pratt is just doing Chris Pratt's voice, right? You, Jack Black is, is trying to be a character. Charlie day is trying to be a character. Like the other voices you hear in the movie, they're trying to play their characters. Chris Pratt's just talking like Chris Pratt. Like he's not, you know, yeah. why which, is he not Italian? No devil's advocate. If it was Chris Pratt saying like, it's a me, a Mario, like, I think okay. that would probably no, you're be worse. Right. You're right. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Okay. But at the same time, too, it's like, I don't know. But I, look, do I fault oh, the studio? Oh, my gosh. I'm so sad right now. Because <laughs> I was so, yeah. when I saw this on the list, I was like, I can't wait to tell him that I think it's going to be a good movie. Yeah. Oh, well. Well. No, I, I don't think it'll be bad. It'll just be like, you have to either. set yourself aside and be like, ah, it's, you know, like, for instance, uh, and, and it's really funny. I don't know how many adults. I've run into in the past like couple weeks who were like, oh, did you see the new Puss in Boots movie? And I'm just like, why is everyone suddenly obsessed with I, the new Puss in Boots movie? You know what I think it is, though? And I think what? it's a generational thing is like Shrek was on the cusp for us, right? Like we were yeah. teenagers when Shrek came out, like late teenagers. Yeah. So we got all the innuendo jokes. Shrek wasn't yeah. just a kid's movie to us. Shrek was like, holy shit, I can't believe they're yeah. making these sex jokes yeah. in a kid's movie. And like, yeah. I saw Shrek in the theater with my friends and we were high. So yeah. it was like, we, you know, it. we thought it was hilarious. And I feel yeah. like 
it's kind of like that nostalgia. So yeah, it's yeah. Puss in Boots is a kids movie, but we yeah. know we're going to enjoy it because there's going to be a little bit for the adult in there too. And it's nostalgic. And there was, and honestly, I mean, there's something about, you know, John Mulaney playing Jack Horner and just like it being very tongue in cheek. That's like really enjoyable. Uh, um, Harvey, uh, is it Gulian? Gulen? The one, oh, the, he's the guy, he's the guy from what we do in the shadows, the TV show. Oh yes, yes, yes. Um, he's in it too. Which and, is a and great show. Florence Pugh plays Goldilocks. Oh, so you know how I feel about her. So, yeah. So, but my, my whole point to that is like, yeah, like that's, that's a fun movie, right? It's its own thing. No yeah. one's, you know, like Puss in Boots has been around forever, which by the way, very quick side note, but I thought you'd appreciate this. And I didn't know this. Um, so I went to go see Puss in Boots, The Last Wish, in at an Alamo Draft House. Yes. Right? Um, Alamo Draft House is famous for like their pre-shows, right? They don't have like that. If you go to like AMC and they like just the first, the last 20 minutes before the movie starts, they just try to sell you Coca-Cola. And mm -hmm. I don't know, uh, what's her name from, uh, who's the, uh, uh, not Mario Lopez, not Mario Lopez's uh, wife, but um, uh, I forget her name. Anyway, they're like, there's like all this, like, it's just a giant commercial for a half hour. Like, you know, buy Coca-Cola. Like, you know, during the last 20 minutes, we told you about the new TV show on NBC. Like, just like, oh, it's so commercial. <laughs> I and love so Tom radio voice popping <laughs> out there. I like hey. that. Um, but you know, Alamo Drafthouse kind of famously, like, curates a pre-show about the movie you're going to watch. Right. They have, like, clips and things. Like Only for been there once. Oh, you got to come hang out with us and go to the Alamo Drafthouse more. But anyway, the whole point is they had a clip, a trailer for a movie called Puss in Boots with Christopher Walken. What? Yeah. No. And so I didn't know this. No. <laughs> There's this 1988 movie, live action, by the way, just to be clear. I need, I'm looking this up. Keep talking. I need yeah. to see the, the poster for this. It's a 1988 movie called uh, Puss in Boots. It's live action. And oh starring gosh. Christopher Walken as Puss. Oh my God. And it's hilarious Jesus. because in the trailer, it's just Christopher Walken running around dancing because he's a great dancer and then just acting like a cat sometimes. <laughs> this is incredible. I'm I a cat. I need to watch this. Oh, I'm in boots. Yeah. <laughs> this is incredible. I would, I would absolutely watch that movie. Funny enough, my wife and I, and even my kid watching that, I'm like, I didn't know that existed. And I was like, I would totally watch that instead of the Puss in Boots, The Last wow. Wish cartoon. But um, yeah, at some point, I guess we have to watch uh, Puss in Boots from 1988 starring Christopher Walken as Puss. Incredible. Yeah. We'll do a live taping where we'll, we'll get people to come thinking they're going to see Puss in Boots like yeah. that version and then they'll show up and we'll just show this Christopher Walken version instead. Yeah. Um. All right. We got to hurry up because we're, we're only okay. in April. We're still, we're still afraid. stuck in April. Bo is afraid. Joaquin Phoenix, Nathan Lane, Parker Posey, Patty Lapone, Stephen Henderson, and Amy Ryan. Yeah, I was going to say uh, the one thing I'll throw out here again. It's another. Um, uh, this is like a thriller, right? I suppose not. Yeah. It's not giving me a lot here. It's Ari Aster's yeah. third film. It's difficult to describe. Thank you. <laughs> uh, the official synopsis says that it's an epic odyssey of a man trying to get home to his mother. It's bold and ingeniously depraved. We have absolutely no idea how this will play out. That's what it literally says in yeah. its synopsis. 
I'll just give you okay. this. This is this is the only thing I was going to throw out there, which is um, my hot take is that I can't get into Joaquin Phoenix as an actor. Never. Really? I've, yeah. I mean, hey. would you, I mean, is there a Joaquin Phoenix movie that you're like, yeah, that's a good movie? I don't mean walk that as like a, I'm putting on the spot. Yeah, but I'm no, saying no, like, no. What, I thought he one? was incredible in Walk the Line. I thought he was great as Johnny okay. Cash. Yeah, fair enough. I thought he was good in The Joker. I thought he was good in... Um, Very good in The Joker. That's completely fair. Yeah. Also, I think people haven't learned this. I'm such a goddamn bleeding heart that uh, he's had such a troubled life. Like, I feel like I'm always yeah. rooting for the guy. Yeah. And he's had such a turnaround in his life. Like, kind of went off the rails. And of recent times, whenever he's yeah. won an award or, like, gone up on stage, he's just so humble and thankful. And, like, I'm just really rooting for the fucking guy. Yeah. And I think he's a great actor, but I also feel like he's in the I can't think of someone else right now to compare him to, but there definitely is out there where it's either you are like you're saying, like you just can't. I've heard from other people. I just don't get him. I don't get his shit. I don't yeah. get him. A guy I work with says it all the time. <laughs> I just don't get Joaquin Phoenix. I just can't yeah. buy into it. So I yeah. get that. I do get that. Yeah. And funny enough, I mean, it was it was what, 13 years ago, I guess now. But um. Casey Affleck, Ben Affleck's brother, uh, yeah. did a did a documentary called I'm Still Here, which was about Joaquin Phoenix planning to retire from acting to become a hip hop musician. That I I forgot that existed and yeah. I don't. That's not helping the situation of me saying <laughs> I buy into it. Yeah. Okay, and then, but and then, I, it looks weird yeah. for nothing yeah, else. This movie looks weird. Full disclosure. Yeah. Um, I didn't know. I didn't realize this was related to the. I mean, obviously from the title I did, but uh, this actually seems like a sc- actually scary movie. Um, but um, Evil Dead Rise, which is, the, is an Evil Dead part movie. Of it? Oh, but it this is. is okay. Straight up a horror movie. Like if you okay. watch the trailer, this is a horror movie. There's no getting around it. Um. But oh God! Yeah, no, I just read dead. the synopsis. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Um, but I guess the 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 very quick elevator pitch is it's an Evil Dead movie that is nothing like any other Evil Dead movie. This one's actually scary. It's not just okay. You know, uh, what's his All name right. running around with chainsaw I'll give it a go. hands? Um, <laughs> before I mention the next one, I will say it's a Guy Ritchie movie, which we'll get into in a second. Mm-hmm. But I will say. Um, and I think it was Guy Ritchie. Now that I'm now I'm second, I'm ga- I gaslight myself a lot. Where I'm just like, am I remembering the correct thing? Um, Guy Ritchie has a very odd uh, filmography for the movies he's directed because I feel like he's Such directed a weird dude. He is, and there's like some great ones, but like it's like you know, Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels is like this classic, right? Snatch, uh, and then you have like Sherlock Holmes with Martin with. <laughs> Uh, Robert Downey Jr., which was a little bit of a sleeper. Um, but I, what I wanted to say, too, also, he directed Aladdin. Is that that can't be right. OK, anyway, I, I don't know if that's correct. I'm going to the live action. Aladdin? Is there uh, a live action Aladdin I missed somewhere? Oh, my God. He really did. Yeah. The one with. Are you uh, serious? Yeah. The one with will keep my wife's name out of your fucking mouth. Smith. <laughs> OK. Um, All right. I didn't. You didn't know that. Oh, that was. a. I didn't. There's a movie that I want to talk about. I want to dedicate a whole episode to it. <laughs> It was such a. I definitely haven't seen it. I can already tell you I haven't movie. seen it. Okay. Okay. Um, Lay it on me. It's a little problematic now, too, by the way, because it's not. Oh, it, shit. Even if, 
even if people discovered it today, we couldn't make a sequel to it because of reasons that I'll get to in a second. But the movie has a really good Rotten Tomatoes score, right? People really like this. Every time it comes up on like, hey, what's an underrated action movie or something like that? This always comes up. Here's the issue with it. Um, and I've told the story on other podcasts I've even hosted. But the 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 gist of it is this. In like, this came out in... Um, I will reveal the movie I'm talking about in a moment, but it came out in uh, late summer of 2015. Also coming out around the same time was one of the new Mission Impossible movies. And I went to go see screeners for both of them, the studio. This is back when I was, you know, famous enough to go to movie screenings. Um, And I was like, I like this more than I like Mission Impossible, right? Which I actually like the Mission Impossible franchise. I like what they just decided to like, you know, rinse and repeat and keep doing stories a la... James Bond, but with, you know, American Ethan Hunt, right? Like that. This movie was such a good standout. Stylistically, I liked it. The acting I liked, the story, everything. I liked everything about it. Uh, Henry Cavill is in it. Oh, my. Um, All right, now we can do it. I'm on board already. So And, uh, but so, <laughs> there. there's three leads in the movie. Um, and I gotta, I gotta figure out how to say her name. Uh, Alicia uh, Vikander? Am I saying that right? Um, she's in it. Henry Cavill and uh, <clears throat> Army Hammer. Well, um, no, I'm out. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was that was fast. Um, Hugh Grant's in it too. Oh, Pops up. Well, it's a small role. Your anyway. wife and I discussed the Hugh Grant I know. thing. Um, I didn't realize what's he was it called. It's called The Man from Uncle, which is based on a TV show from like the 60s or 70s. But this all takes place during the Cold War. Oh, I would like this. Okay, we can do this one. It's a really good movie. You honestly, you and your fiance should just go watch this movie one night. He'll enjoy it. You'll enjoy it. And you'll enjoy it for other reasons also. But he'll enjoy it. You'll both enjoy it. Henry Cavill's naked. Um, Is that what you're trying to sell to me? I wasn't going, I mean, uh, maybe, I don't know. Okay. I thought maybe that's what you're trying to sell it to me, but no, I, I, it looks like something I would enjoy. Yeah. Okay. All right. Even if you, honestly, okay. even if you watch the trailer, it's like, it's stylistically, it's like one of those movies that I really like. Anyway. I'm it gonna, looks like now, it's got some Mad Men vibes. Just it does. From the, absolutely. Okay. Right. Just Definitely, the, and like, all I'm looking at is the, the, uh, the poster. So. Yeah. Honestly, okay. it was like a fun spy thriller action comedy and that's guy ritchie guy ritchie right it was it was honestly it was like one of those movies where it was like he took an existing ip from like this tv show from like the 60s and redid it but did it in his voice and i really appreciate him for that because he brought his trademark style now we jump ahead to the whole reason i jumped off here so uh is Guy it really Ritchie's, called guy ritchie's the covenant i you know what that might be by the way i'll, I'll give this credit right it's the same thing with it is called Guy Ritchie's The Covenant, and I'm wondering if that's because it's the same reason why it's the Super Mario Brothers movie is because there's already a movie called Super Mario Brothers, which was the one from the okay, 90s. Okay, okay, and there already is a, a The Covenant. Oh, I was, the yeah, covenant. that's what I was going to say. Okay, so if, if okay. it's up there, I'm not... All right. I'll give him credit trying to say maybe this isn't him just trying to shoehorn his name into the title of a movie, huh. but um, so far, the, the synopsis does mention that it brings his trademark, like, talk you know like dialogue back and forth Jake, Jake, uh, Gyllenhaal so Jake, I like yeah. that and it's about a um, special ops veteran from Afghanistan who goes back to find the interpreter who uh, previously rescued and carried him to safety I will enjoy this yeah. I I would like this okay yeah. I'm sold 
I am. I'll say to get off the topic, I am worrisome sometimes of Guy Ritchie's filmography. He can be hit or miss, but when he hits, it's he hits well, and I really that appreciate is fair. That. I uh, really hate what we have to talk about next. Okay. Uh, Guardians well, of the Galaxy right. three. But I will you know say I like yeah. them. I really do like them. I do like them too. Okay. Um, uh, I like. I <laughs> this, like this podcast has become like <laughs> pro Aubrey Plaza. Hey, yes. Chris Pratt. We've broken yeah. up the Parks and Rec couple. Yeah. And, um, <sighs> I mean, I, give, I mean, I give, it still yeah. has Zoe Saldana in it. It's got Bradley Cooper, Dave Bautista, yeah. who is just really coming alive. I haven't seen the yeah. Cabin in the Woods yet. But I've heard he's incredible in it. Is that what it's called? Or knock at the door? It's, what the, what knock at, a knock at the cabin door. Something like that. Yeah, something yeah, like yeah. that. It's yeah. on our list. He's yeah. apparently incredible. <laughs> yeah. Son of a bitch. Um, <laughs> it's out now. Yeah. Knock at the cabin is the, is the movie. And this is the um, final Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes. It's really funny, too, because they're, they're very careful not to say that. I don't think they want to call okay. it that because in the, de- in, the, in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, you really can't say this is the end of blank. But David Bautista has actually come out himself and said, like, that's it. That's the end of my character, which can mean Ooh. two things, right? Which which mean like he's just like, yeah, I'm done. I don't want to play Marvel anymore because he he's mentioned he wants to be a serious actor. So, yeah, absolutely. You know, and so anyway, there is a lot of going back and forth and trying to figure out like, you know, who's going to who's going to die. And I will say, James Gunn, I'm really happy. I like James Gunn a lot. I do. Um, I know he's kind of had a roller coaster of a public image, if you will. And now he's taking over the DC universe and everyone's like, rabble, 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 like, you know, mad at him because he canceled certain movies and didn't bring Henry Cavill back to do, you know, uh, Superman ever again. It is what it is. I'll give him credit. But um, I mean, so far, the Guardians of the Galaxy's movies have been really enjoyable. I like them a lot. And like, they make me cry. I mean, I cried at the at before as the credit, the beginning of the movie credits in the okay, original Guardians impressive. of the Galaxy movie. Yeah, that's well, impressive. It's just like that, you know, like the mother and son and that whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's yep. Yeah. His mom died and then he got kidnapped and oh god, uh, I don't. I cried so hard during the yeah. Super Bowl commercials that I feel like I've just finished crying. So <laughs> no more crying for me. And then last night. Yeah. Uh, my fiance and I watched the third episode of The Last of Us, oh, and yeah, when I, I say I cried, I yeah. like sobbed. I had to. We had to pause it so I could go in the bathroom and take my makeup off because I had mascara all over my face. <laughs> um, I have to catch up on. We have to do a whole episode on that. We, it's almost it's incredible. I mean, yeah, yeah, it's really I, great. I, I figure we'll beautiful. pick it up once the once the show wraps, which is um, that's completely fair. Almost, almost there. Speaking of last ones, uh, is this the last one? I believe it said in the Super Bowl trailer, it said the final installment, Fast X, oh, wow. which is Fast 10, yeah. uh, the last of this franchise. I was trying to think about it. And like, obviously, like there's the new Mission Jason Impossible Momoa movies. Is in this. Yeah. I mean, obviously, if you have muscles, you just get like roped into these movies at some point. Right. And that's how it kind of goes. Um, no, what I was going to say, I, you know. Thinking about like the Bond franchise or the Mission Impossible franchise, I was trying to think of any of the movie franchises that went up to ten, like sequel, like number 10, like nine sequels. I, don't know. I have and no I can't, idea. I can't think of it. I, don't, I mean, there's got to be a record for like movies with the most sequels, right? There's a handful of Jaws movies. There has handful to be. Of, yeah. Um, 
But I don't know. It's it's one of those things where I get it in the sense of like, you know, it's because it's the same thing I, I mentioned before about John Wick, right? Where I heard really good things. And it's kind of like one of those like, yeah, you know what you're in for. It's a roller. It's it's a fun amusement park ride. Like just Ooh, like, strap really in. Fun. Yeah. And enjoy yourself. And like, you know, there's nothing re- believable about the Fast and Furious no, franchise and anymore. I do, it is. It feels familiar, though. It's one of those movies where you can just watch and enjoy. Yeah. Um, I really enjoyed it. And I also really liked the family they create, created out of family. it. Like their own. Their, yeah, exactly. Family. <laughs> family. Yeah. But like they've created such a little community within themselves. Yeah. And they truly do bring everybody back. Yeah. Like... <laughs> Even though Except Paul Walker has passed, he yeah. just keeps showing back up. Yeah, they he he is alive, baby. Yeah. Um. um so I mean, I think it's probably yeah. good that they're ending it. But uh, yeah. I, I will say, I ride. will say in general, um, I am I'm happy it's ending. But at the same time, too, I mean, because Vin Diesel is so attached to these movies, and like, there's been like the articles and stories that have come out about him, like trying to beg the rock to come back and stuff. And like, let's wrap this up like a family. Like he is so (laughs) invested in this so much that part of me is just like, nah, I kind of want to see it get uncomfortable where like, he's way too old to be in the movie anymore. Like even, even looking at the thumbnail for like from the trailer, like Vin Diesel has aged a little bit, not to a point where it's ungraceful, Mm -hmm. but part of me for sure. just Just out of like, you know, like, you know, rubbernecking at a car accident kind of thing. Yeah, I kind yeah, of yeah. want to see like Fast okay. 15 and like just see him, you know, geriatric. Fast Vin 47. Yeah. He's, <laughs> All right, he's in the Still cars driving his on. Mustang. Yeah. It's like the, you know, FBI comes and like, we need someone who knows how to work on a 1975 Chevrolet. He's like, that's the first car I ever worked on when I was a family. Like, I just want to see it get uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um, all right, that's enough of that. Uh, I will say the last time, by the way, the last time I saw a Fast and Furious movie, I was in the theater, and again, it was it was a, it was a show, right? It was like the, the audience was laughing along with the action, which is a, which is its own thing. And it was I don't even know which one it was, but it was whichever one they're fighting inside of a of a plane that's trying to take off, and the plane is on the runway and trying to take off for like fifteen minutes. Oh, it's I like, don't know. How long the last is this one runway? I saw was Tokyo Drift. Okay. Oh <laughs> wow, that's a long time ago. Okay. I know. I really gave up on them. I apologize. Yeah. Sorry, guys. You made it like you were some like big Fast and Furious fanatic. My, you know what? My dad probably yeah. why I said you sound like my dad. My dad really <laughs> likes them, Damn. and so I'll watch them. And that's not true. I've probably seen fifteen to twenty minutes of every single one of them at some point. But yeah. Yeah. Excited right. to talk about the next one. Yeah, let's do it. The Little Mermaid. Yeah, live not, action. Not, this should not be a double feature you do with Fast and Furious, like Fast and Furious no, the Little should. Mermaid. Yeah. No, God, no. So, uh, The Little Mermaid is coming out in May, and yeah. this movie, for so many reasons, is so important, and uh, it yeah. was so problematic in quotes yeah. because you know people were freaking out. How could you make Ariel black? Like, yeah. are you kidding me? I know. If, I wish. Yeah. Oh my god! The videos of the little boys and girls 
yeah being shown the trailer and saying she looks like me i cried yeah. so hard and yeah. just shut your goddamn mouth if you disagree that's what i say yeah. i think it's going to be beautiful and yeah. i cannot wait to see javier have how do you say his name javier, javier bardem? bardem yeah as king triton yeah and First of all, uh, Halle Bailey's voice. Are you kidding me? This girl is a goddamn angel. <laughs> yeah. Her voice is so beautiful. I was going to say for King King Triton, I did expect it to be someone more burly than Javier Bardem. Like I expected it to be someone like they could have brought Vin Diesel. In. <laughs> they could God, someone. No, he would have been like everyone family. Yeah. I mean, maybe he's done enough, like, you know, under the sea kind of movies, but like, I feel like it could also could have been like if they dyed uh, Jason Momoa's hair white, you know, that could have oh, been, yeah, a, good he been a good King Triton, but he was yeah. really busy making fast X. That's probably he's our, why well, he's also Aquaman already. So I'll <laughs> yeah. give him credit. But I feel like it's going to be really good. And I mean, Melissa McCarthy is Ursula. I just can't. Yeah. Lin-Manuel Miranda wrote it. And I just feel like. The music's going to be incredible. I cannot yeah. wait for that. The soundtrack's going to be beautiful. And it's also going to break records at the box office yeah. and just piss off all the closed-minded pieces of shit that had something to say. And I can't wait for it. Yeah. I will say The Little Mermaid was the beginning of an animation renaissance for Disney back in like the late 80s going into the early 90s. And there is an entire backstory to why we have... um the Little Mermaid, Aladdin, The Lion King, all of those movies that mm-hmm. have of that are very, very heavily influenced by Broadway musicals. Yeah. Um, there is a really good documentary. I think I saw it on Disney Plus at some point. I think it should be still on there. And I'll pull up the name in a second. But it basically goes into the story about how they uh, brought in these Broadway writers to write the songs to like for the movie. And that then became the template for how they made animation in the 90s during like that Disney renaissance. That's incredible. Um, But this was the first one. Like it it all started with The Little Mermaid. So. Gosh, so good. um, But uh, and also my wife's favorite movie. So I just Uh, not not of all time, but like just animation. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's going to be beautiful. I cannot wait. Next up is Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Did you see? You're very excited for this, aren't you? Yeah, I am. I'm excited for this. I okay. mean, I will say so. The first one was was uh, I thought directed by. I have to. I'm going. I'm going to look at this right now. But uh, Chris Miller and Phil Lord, who are like, um, amazing comedy writers, they're responsible for a lot of really cool things. Um, but they were the ones who did this and brought that voice to it. They also did the Lego Movie. They didn't direct the first one. They wrote the first one. Okay. So okay. We're, we're still on good footing here. Okay. But as long as they're still involved with this, then yeah, sure. Uh, giant. But I mean, from the trailers already too, it looks amazing. Um, I didn't see I'm, the first one yet. I, I'm very excited to see the first one. I have really? no reason for not having seen it yet, but I haven't. Uh, we'll have to, that's another one we'll have to add to the list. Yeah. You never saw that. You never saw the first one. No. It, listen, I'm working with some real slim pickings here in my house. Yeah. Okay. All right. M- my fiance hasn't seen The Sopranos. Oh, okay. Geez. He's never yeah. seen a Rocky movie. Yeah. He's never seen Goodfellas. He's never seen yeah. The Godfather. Oh, I yeah, don't know what you. I'm doing. I don't know. He never saw. Um, what did we talk about at Christmas? And you couldn't believe. Oh, he's never seen Die Hard. Oh, wow. What the fuck am I doing with that, this, man? Yeah, that's weird. I have no right. idea. We have, we, have, we, have to, we have to make a list for stuff he has to watch. Truly. Well, that'll we'll be a whole nother podcast. Yeah. All right. I don't know what to think of this anymore because I thought we were done I, with these. I thought we were done. I. <laughs> 
This is entering the Fast and the Furious level. Transformers Rise of the Beasts brings it back to the mid-90s as a pair of archaeologists stumble into three-way conflict between different factions of Transformers, Uh, loosely based on the Beast Wars storyline. I just... Great. I think we've said everything we need to say. Ron Perlman plays something. (laughs) I don't know. I like Ron Perlman. Okay. I mean, if if, if he gets a paycheck out of it, sure. I'm fine. That's great for me. For him. Um, That's enough about that. Anyway. Okay. Moving Um, on. Yes. Elemental. Yeah. This is Pixar's movie. Okay. Cool. It looks cute. It looks really cute. I watched this trailer on, uh, I think it was TikTok. looks very cute. Yeah. They had like a short trailer, I think, it was like the first one. I don't know if I saw a full length trailer yet. No, um, yeah, it was a tiny one. But it looks yeah. cute. Yeah, it does. Absolutely. I mean, I think it's 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 similar because it's kind of funny. It's like a it's it's similar to the point I thought it was actually related to um what's the what's the feelings Pixar movie? Prince Harry talked about it in his book and Inside he just finished out. it. Inside, Inside out. out. There we go. Yeah. I thought it was related to that for some reason because it's like, it's, you know, elements, feelings, you know, it's like hot, colds, happy, sad kind of thing. It's elements of fire, water, land and air. Yeah. So and then, uh, you know, like, I mean, clearly there's also maybe there's already a message because I think what in the trailer, it's like fire starts like flirting with a guy who's water or some. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. The fiery lady becomes yes. friends with the watery man. If I had a dollar for every goddamn time, <laughs> I had feelings for a watery man. Um, but it's it's directed by the same guy who did The Good Dinosaur, which was so yeah. darn adorable. So I'm yeah. sure it'll be good. Well, that was always a low key Pixar movie too. That, that didn't get a yeah. lot of push. But yeah, I'll give it to you. Um, um, did you watch this next one? Did you watch no. this on Netflix like everybody else did during the pandemic? <laughs> no, I didn't. I think we've talked about this, but uh, I had zero time off during the pandemic in fact i was working like seven days a week 15 hour days during the pandemic yeah the entirety of the pandemic so i had a very different pandemic than everybody else well it's all worth it because you're a millionaire now so clearly clearly hard work paid off uh (laughs) this is extraction two yes which was um a really good action movie and i'm not like a you know Again, all these like direct to Netflix movies, it's hard to work through which are like the, you know, what they call geezer teasers and stuff like mm-hmm. where it's just like slap together action movies versus like something that's worth a watch. Um, this was really good. Um, okay. Good. Um, and I, the Got action Chris Hemsworth really in good. it. Chris Hemsworth's in He's it. Always He's always great. Back. Um, good movie. Um, and it was uh, written by Joe Russo. So. Okay. Do you know who Joe Russo is? No. Sure, you'll uh, tell me though. Him and his brother did the uh, the like he, they they directed Community. They also directed the uh, Infinity Wars saga oh, for yes. Marvel. I, d- I think we talked yeah. about um, him and Community in the 2022 episode. When we talked about how we have yeah. to do Community. Yeah, we have to do yeah. that coming up. It's always an easy one too. Whenever whenever we don't want to put whenever we don't want to put a lot of effort into an episode, we can just talk about mm-hmm. something we know way too much about. Yeah, and that's one of them for me. Agreed. Um, all right. Uh, this is this is all right. Here's another um, uh, uh, problematic, problematic one. We'll call it. Yeah. Um, and I am torn because I will say so. We're gonna go. We're gonna talk about the Flash for like a minute or two. The the point here is, uh, Ezra Miller is a piece of shit. Like I don't think that's he anything- is such a bag of fuck. I yeah. yeah. Yep. Um, and I was like, oh, you know what? I'm not gonna support whatever going to see a Flash movie. Ah, uh, but then. <laughs> 
But then, but then uh, Ben Affleck, Billy Crudup, Michael Keaton, Michael, Michael Keaton. Keaton comes back as Batman. Yeah. In this. Oh my god! That's where I'm just like, all right. I mean, when I saw Michael Keaton, and I'm like, and he does that little like smirk, and he's like, I'm Batman. And I'm like, all right. I enough. god damn saw it. this trailer like everyone else during the Super Bowl, yeah. and I looked. And my partner was like, that was Michael Keaton as Batman. He's like, no, yeah. this is the Flash. I'm like, I know it's the fucking Flash. Yeah. I know that. But that was Michael Keaton as Batman. He was like, are you sure? And I was like, yes, that was Michael Keaton. He's like, how do you yeah, know? I was like, I, I know Michael Keaton's mouth anywhere. Like the rest of us. Yeah. So there's some crossovers. They're pulling that like what, you know, like the Spider-Verse kind of thing, which apparently if you think about it, too, it's like Spider-Man's done it twice in cartoon form and in live action form. Now DC is doing it with the Flash, which is you know crossing timelines and oh that movie from the nineties that's just a different timeline of Batman. That's all that was. Um, so interesting. Just it just sucks that it's Ezra Miller. Like yeah. it just sucks, and it sucks for everyone else in this movie because yeah, I feel like it's going to hurt them. Yeah, it has to. I mean, it just has to. I will say I know I know like everyone's outrage of being like, hey, you should just like you pulled the the. That girl movie. Why yeah. can't you pull this one? And with that one, they're like, it was on like unrecognizable. It wasn't a good movie. It wasn't something we can clean up. And then this one, it's like, but why would you throw that one away and not this one? And that's like, yeah, the moment you see it of like, there's, there's some like Michael Keaton's in this a bunch. And like, this is, it's like, all right, I kind of get it ish. I mean, cause I'm excited. I'm, I'm at a, I'm, I'm torn in like a, will I probably see it now? Maybe. I don't know. But I'm not I don't want to. Here's the thing. I don't, and I think this is safe to say. I don't think anyone. Most people. I'll say that. Me. I don't, I don't think most people want to see it because of Ezra Miller. The, if anything, everyone wants to see it because it's the last time you get to see Ben Affleck play Batman or it's the, or it's the first time you get to see Michael Keaton play Batman in like 20 years. So, yeah, I, I mean, I, I feel like I'm, I'm with that line of thinking that. Yeah. If I do see it, it will be in spite of <laughs> yes. Ezra Miller having yeah. nothing to do. Every yeah. time he's on the screen, I will just imagine him being blown up in real life. And that's just yeah. where we're going to have to go with that, I think. But yeah. it just it does suck because it sounds like they really set this up to yeah. be the beginning of something great for that franchise, for the storyline in that franchise. Yeah. And they cannot go any further with him. Yeah. So he's going to have to be recast. Yeah. And I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Well, you know what? They can always get out of it by doing a like different timeline thing and jumping which off. I, into yeah. A, which they're going to have to do, I think. Yeah. Oh, no. This Ezra Miller dies. And then we have a different version of the Flash. Maybe the guy yeah, from yeah, yeah. the series come back. Make his then. make his death like really embarrassing. Yeah. If you can hear us. <laughs> Marvel, Marvel, hear us. Um. It's yeah. OK. Anyway, um. I'm going to read off this cast list before I say oh, the name of the movie or anything. Okay. It is mm, oh, so good. I, um, yeah. Jason agreed. Schwartzman, Scarlett Johansson, Tilda Swinton, Tom Hanks, Jeffrey Wright, Brian Cranston, Edward Norton, Adrian Brody, uh, Lee Schreiber, uh, Margot Robbie, and Steve Carell. That alone, no matter it what it is. It could just be them sitting on a cardboard yeah. box and I'm watching it. Like that. That's it. And then yeah. directed by Wes Anderson. Are you kidding me? Yeah, the latest Wes Anderson movie is coming out. And like just based on like the because he also sort of like went off and did a bunch of like animation and stop motion stuff for a couple of years. Right. He kind of took a break, did something different. Appreciate him for it. But this is 
return to Wes Anderson in the most Wes Anderson. It It is set in 1955, and it's about a bunch of students and parents at a junior stargazer convention, which I can already see what this looks like without even it's having a trailer so or anything. so Wes Anderson, yeah. Um, yeah, and so period piece, you know. The description's 4P. hilarious. Yeah, it's <laughs> In other great. words, this might be the most Wes Anderson-y Wes Anderson movie yet. Um, I'm all for it, and I love... Jason Schwartzman apparently plays the lead in this too. So this is going to be um, great. Yeah. Um, My favorite Wes, do you have a favorite Wes Anderson movie? Not really, because that's one of those things where I um, didn't really get into caring about who made a movie, who was part of the process until not too long ago, honestly. And um, I don't really have a favorite, but I do. I am the type of person that is like, oh shit, it's a Wes Anderson movie. I'm going to watch it. Yeah. But I don't um, have a favorite. Do you? You, I know you do. But go ahead. What is Rushmore. yours? Rushmore. Rush. I've had this conversation I, I with my friends. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> Once I saw Jason Schwartzman was in this, like, the, yeah, the last movie I liked, or I should say, the last movie I liked, but like my favorite was Rushmore, which is young Jason Schwartzman. So excited to see, love it, excited for it. That's exciting. That's June twenty third, and then a week later. Uh, <laughs> all right. I don't know if we need to. Yeah, but okay. Here's okay. where you and I are going to differ, I think. All right. Okay, go Because ahead. the next is Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Yeah. Harrison Ford, Antonia Banderas, uh, Phoebe Waller-Bridge, oh, yeah. uh, Toby Jones, Boyd Holbrook. Okay. I am, and you know this, I love the yeah. Mummy franchise. Yeah. One of my favorite franchises in the universe yeah. is the National Treasure franchise. Yeah. I could watch that all day long. Yeah. I like the nostalgia that Indiana Jones brings me. So I'm not going to okay. go into this thinking, yes, this is going to be the most action-packed, incredible film I've ever yeah. seen. I'm going into this to bring me back to that nostalgic, like, I just want to hear the music. I want to feel, yeah. you know, like, dun, that's dun, what I'm going dun, into dun, it with. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm not, no expectations. And I yeah. know you're going to be like, this guy is so old. Why is he doing this? It's not that. <laughs> It's not, I'll be honest, it's not that. It's just, okay. if you remember the feeling that we all had, and we all had it simultaneously, everyone watching uh-huh. it, no matter what, of watching in the theater, Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Skull, the Crystal Skull. What year was that again? T- 2008. So a okay. little of like 15 years ago. Okay. Um, And, oh. you know. Indiana no. Jones hiding inside a refrigerator and, and, and surviving a nuclear <laughs> explosion. It was just like, oh, come Like it, it was turning into the Fast and Furious franchise. It okay. was it was getting that's bad. That's fair. And that's where but it was we like, know this is it. Right. Yeah. Like okay. it's OK. Right. Yeah. Because he's for not what it's worth, be alive much longer as much no. as we want him to be. It's not. And for he doesn't what, have another 15 years left in him. I don't know if he knew where he was when filming oh this. God. Um oh. I want to fly my airplane. Um <laughs> Uh, one of my favorite things is listening to the air traffic control recordings of uh, Harrison Ford, Indiana Jones himself, accidentally landing on the taxiway instead of the runway when he la- I'll, I'll flew my plane, you know, just like flying his little his little Cessna plane around. Anyway, um, yeah, but the first Indiana Jones. <laughs> OK, what's his name that plays the little kid? Oh, my God. And he was just in oh. everything everywhere all at once. And he's winning yeah. all these awards. That wasn't the first one, though, right? That was the uh, second one. I think it. I think you're right. I think it might have been the second one. I don't remember. Well, well, what? But anyway. Well, okay. I guess the difference is it's like yeah, Raiders of the Lost Ark was the first movie, okay. and then the yeah. second, and then every other movie has Indiana Jones in the title. 
I yes. want to say it was it was Temple of Doom that had uh, oh, I can't pronounce his I name uh, Ki Hai Kwan. Yeah, but he just who goes played by short Key. round and he and short he round. and yeah and he and Brendan Fraser are like best friends because really? he was in an Encino Man with Brendan Fraser. That's right, and I they're saw really that. good friends. And there's like a really amazing interview where the two of them are hugging yeah. and he's like we survived man like we've made it we're yeah. back we've survived because they're both having these beautiful resurgence yeah careers right now and um so that's the kind of nostalgia i'm going in yeah. for this and hopefully okay. because it was the last one it's you know bring on all the camp bring on all the hokey yeah. i'm ready for it um all right okay. we gotta power we gotta power through july but um in city well, yeah we're Spirit- really we can just go through to the end of the summer and then we can just do a second yeah. half of the year um insidious fear of the dark which is no it's, again, it's the insidious <laughs> franchise but i will give him credit i really okay. i do like i do like patrick wilson I, i'm not gonna see this right no, not happening but um patrick wilson rose Byrne, love her too um but i will say patrick wilson is directing this one i don't know if that's the first time he's directed it but good for him like patrick wilson enjoy your insidious movie i'm not gonna be there um and next um, I am excited for this because again, the, um, this, uh, did hit a bit of a, uh, road bump with COVID, but again, I enjoy the ride for this. I don't care how, t- how old Tom Cruise is getting. He's a fucking for him. job, but he is yeah. such a badass. Let's yeah, like all agree. Nobody wants to be a Scientologist. <laughs> He's fucking insane. But the man how old is he? And he still does all of his own stunts. Yeah. And I'm not just saying like, oh, he runs. No, the man jumps across buildings. He yeah. leaps off of mountains. He jumps out of helicopters. Yeah. He's it's 60 insane. years old now. He's 60. I, six I, my zero. back hurt yeah. yesterday from coughing too hard. Yeah. Okay. And so, yeah. And I also love Simon Pegg. So I'm excited for this Pegg. as well. Love Simon Pegg, and I, I got to give him credit, right? Because like once you kind of get involved in the franchise with with uh, Mister Mister Cruz, um, you were locked in, right? Ving Rhames has been in this since the first one, right? Yeah, like just tagging along. He's a part of the crew, but again, I think it was after the third movie. Once they had like I think it was four, maybe it was three, but it was whatever the movie was that was directed by J.J. Abrams, where they yeah. just hit a stride, saying like, "Hey, this is what we're going to do now," right? It is just. It is just the the Ethan Hunt Chronicles, and we're just going to keep going, and it's a fun ride, and every movie is a new like mission, and and it's you know we all know it's going to happen. It says I will, part one. Yeah, they, they broke this so, movie up into two, which is yeah. the first time they're doing that. So, um, because the other movies were starting to get long, right? I mean, I think the last one they did was like pushing the the runtime. Yeah, and I can uh, in my brain. Right. Like, so these yeah. are probably incredible in a theater. Right. Like you want to yeah. go see them in a theater. They that are. Type yeah, of absolutely. Movie. But like, I don't want to sit in a theater that long. <laughs> I don't <laughs> no. want to sit in the yeah, theater yeah. for damn near three hours. It's yeah. not going to happen. It will, Avatar it will, was tough. Uh, yeah. I took a nap. Full I will say, you know, what's going to happen is they're going to release the second one and you'll in some theaters will do the the uh, the double feature where you can watch the first and then the yeah. second one, which I'm all for. I'll do it. I'll do it for that one. So Tom, Cruise I'll let got, you do it for us both. Yeah. Um. This one's good. Uh, Martin Scorsese, yeah. uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. It looks uh, good. Roosevelt. It's all we know. That's it. You got it. It's it's Roosevelt. Martin uh, Martin all about Scorsese. Roosevelt, <laughs> the thirty yeah. second president of the U.S. Uh, we've actually talked about the next two already yeah. in the twenty twenty two episode, but we'll just yeah. talk about them again. Is Barbie? Yeah. 
Directed by Greta Gerwig, starring Margot Robbie and Ryan Gosling. I don't yeah. care what people say. I think this is going to be awesome. Yeah. I, I think I, it's I mean, going to be yeah. weird, but also yeah. good. <laughs> totally fine. Okay. Totally fine with it. Also, apparently this is the most we got to. Um, she's banished from Barbie land and introduced to our world. So, oh, I don't I know what that know means. That, I didn't even know there was a plot. Okay. Cool. It's Margot so. Robbie. It looks like it looks funny. It looks and, and honestly, again, Ryan Gosling is another one of those actors that like if he's attached, I'm like, that's a signature of him being like, no, this isn't a this isn't a shitty project. Like this is going to be a fun ride. So good for him. Ryan Gosling's involved. I'll watch it. Um, Same. as a, as a, as a warm blooded heterosexual man. Yes. I, I Margot Robbie, Ryan Gosling. I'm like, eh, Ryan's in and I'll go watch it. Um, uh, well, same yeah, okay. for both. Yeah. Uh, but next I'm actually very excited for this one. And we did Me talk too. about this is Oppenheimer, uh, directed yeah. by Christopher Nolan, starring Killian Murphy, Florence yeah. Pugh, Emily Blunt, Matt Damon, Robert Downey Jr., Rami Malek, Josh Hartnett and Benny Safdie. So yeah. this is all about the father of the atomic bomb. Yeah. Um, and I love Killian Murphy and I'm very excited for this and I really it really it says exactly what we just said like virtually all of Nolan's films the IMAX shot pick should be taken on the biggest screen possible so this I'm very excited to see in the movie theater because I bet the graphics on this are going to be fucking nuts yeah and I will say too I'll give him credit right I think Christopher Nolan's another one of those directors like we were talking about like Wes Anderson who and, and Tom Cruise, once you're locked into his little world, you're a part of his like little crew uh, and he'll just rinse and repeat. And so, you know, Cillian Murphy, I think he the first time they worked together was the Batman Begins, right? Was that the first time they worked together? I don't know, but he is. Um, if it was, um, uh, I trust but you. good for them. Also, you know yeah. who else is in this? Who I'm ex- excited to see? I think we talked about this. Have you you watched The Boys? Right. Yes. Okay. Uh, Jack Quaid is uh, in. This oh yes, as well. we did talk about this in the 2022 episode. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. Jack Quaid, uh, son of uh, Randy uh, Dennis Quaid, not Randy Quaid. That's the crazy one. Um, <laughs> the so one. Yeah, he's the one who like lives in the desert and makes weird videos. Um, anyway, uh, he's in this. Good for him. I think that's really good for uh, to see more Jack Quaid and things. I'm okay with that. Um, Nepo babies. Who cares? I'm okay with that. I don't that's, give that's a shit. Me too. They're talented. It's in their genes. I don't care. Yeah. Um, next up, um, this is, uh, it's funny because the last time, uh, 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 what was the title of the movie? Was it Miss Marvel? Mrs. Marvel? Mrs. Marvel or Miss Marvel's. No. Yeah. Miss. What the hell was the title? I forgot the I name don't of know. the movie. <laughs> I just realized before when we were talking about, um, Captain Marvel. I don't know why Flash, I, I said Marvel, Marvel. That's DC folks. Yeah, I know. Uh, I was going to correct you. Yes. I, didn't, I was going <laughs> to correct fine. you, but I didn't want to. Um, it's good. You can. Please okay. do. Uh, yeah, I, I'm woefully behind in the Marvel Universe. And I know that yeah. we've talked about this, but um, I I don't know. What do you think? This is more your wheelhouse. So I mean, vibes. W- where this is most important is this is this is the Marvels. Um, but it's the first time aside from like the very brief appearance in after Infinity War she really hasn't popped up a lot. And then she did, obviously there was Captain Marvel and then she popped up. In the finale. Yeah. And obviously you had a lot of like the, you know, it was like a lot of back and forth and a lot of hate, you know, for her playing Captain Marvel. It made the whole thing kind of just 
messy. Not in any anything other than you can't talk about Captain Marvel without some neck beard popping up and being like, uh, mm-hmm. neck beard. yeah, she's she's a feminist. Yeah. Okay, whatever. Just shut up. Yeah, it's, it's a it's a cartoon. It's a <laughs> she doesn't fly either in real life. So chill out. Um, so. Anyway, it's exciting to see that it's the first time she's going to pop up back on screen in a movie that she's actually a character in. Um, it's been a while. So um, good for her. Not necessarily anything to look forward to. Like no big like. Again, I feel like Marvel shot themselves in the foot a little bit because they went so big with the Infinity War saga and that end that it's just like, yeah, now nothing matters anymore. Who cares? Yeah. But uh Anyway, that's completely fair. So there's a Marvel movie coming out. They finally figured out that they can't make everything a TV show. So good for them. Um, this is not related to uh, <laughs> I see you squinting like, what the hell? I've uh, never even heard of Meg one. What the fuck is sh- Meg two? Because it was Did called you watch- the Meg as in the, the Megalodon. Meg. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. God. It's, okay. it's a shark movie. So. All right. So. Um, at some point, I will be watching this because I'll start to pass out, probably falling asleep, and um, yeah. and my partner will definitely probably be watching this. So, so okay. Uh, there's a sequel. All to, right. <laughs> a sequel to the Meg is coming out in August. That's about that. Um, Moving funny on. Enough, with this one, I I was like Grand Torimo to like the <laughs> Grand Torimo. Uh, no, Grand Turismo. Um, which. It's based on the video game, and the video game I, is just a racing all, game. Yeah, it is a racing game. I love car racing movies. Yeah, I love them. Yeah, corny ones. Sign me up. Yeah, Drive is one of my favorite movies. Or dri- oh, I think it's called Driven. Driven, yeah. Driven, yeah. About F one racing, corniest movie ever. Yeah, I'm fine. I loved it. Is that the one with Sylvester Stallone? Yes. I yeah, I can that, that movie. One. Yeah. yeah. So um, uh, you know, it's got David Harbor in it. I know. I saw that too. Good for him. And I Orlando think Bloom. Really funny. I didn't realize, I, I don't know why I never made the connection and then someone mentioned it. Did you ever watch um, The Newsroom on HBO? Yes. Did you know that he was in that? He was like the other anchor that no. was on like a different show on the same network. Yeah, and then once you no. see a clip of him from the show, it's like, oh my God, that's him without a beard, without any facial hair. And he's like need thinner. To see yeah, David Arbor, The Newsroom. And that should pull up uh, a picture of him from the show. Oh my God. How, okay, but now that I'm seeing it, yeah. I totally see it. And also now that I'm seeing it, he kind of looks like Michael C. Hall when he's in the. It's funny. He looks he looks like <laughs> a cross. All right. Clean shaven okay. David Arbor. This is yeah. great for an audio podcast, by the way. Where is it? This is fantastic. Look. He looks like a cross between Michael C. Hall and I got to look it up because I forget the guy's name. Peter Krause. Oh yes, I right? see it. Yes, if if Peter Krause and Michael C. Hall oh, had a child, my. it'd be David Arbor. And for okay, some reason, I he'd see be older it. Than both of them. So, okay, yeah, excellent. Weird, right? All right, I like so anyway, that. Okay, so no, that one sounds good to me. <laughs> so anyway, okay. Grand Turismo. There you go. Um, two more one movies to, to round out the uh, the year. Uh, the summer. We're gonna end it the summer. The summer. We'll, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll do a second round. <laughs> yeah. Latter in the year. Uh, Haunted Mansion. Based on a theme park ride, which the last time they did this. Well, okay, I want to say the last time Disney has tried this a few times. One time it was Pirates of the Caribbean worked out pretty great for them, didn't it? And then pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. And then they tried it with Tomorrowland and it did not go very well. Did not go as well, folks. (laughs) (laughs) Did Um, not go as well. So now they're trying it with the Haunted Mansions. Uh, Rosario Dawson, Jamie Lee Curtis, Jared Leto. 
Owen Wilson, Tiffany Haddish, Danny DeVito is in it. Uh, I like that. Winona Ryder, Dan Levy. Um, I'm excited so, for that. I love Dan Levy. We yeah, all good cast. I know. I love um, that whole that whole family. I love them all. They're um, wonderful. But um, yeah, there's not much to go over. Just you know, it's a movie based on the ride. There you go. The end. But then, um, but a great cast and Danny DeVito's in it. I don't know if he, he can play a ghost. I'll 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 happily show up. <laughs> he can up. play anything again. Yeah, I'll watch him sit in a cardboard box. Let's yeah. do it. Um, really not. To- this is <laughs> yeah. Blue Beetle. Yeah, I don't know what the hell this is. I don't know what this is, but this is our last one on August 18th. Uh, I, I mean, I've got nothing here. No, I don't Sorry, need it. Well, oh, you Susan know what? Sarandon? I did hear about this. Yeah, I did okay, hear about this. So this me. is based on a, it's a DC comic movie. Um, and that's about it. This is something they've been trying to get off the ground for a while. It was somehow related to that movie The Rock just did. But anyway, it's it doesn't matter. It's another. That's it's a real another, shitty one to end on. Yeah. Is there, is there anything else coming out in the year that we should be really excited about? Oh man, just what Dune two. Dune I didn't see part the first, two. but yeah. Okay. Um, I have a good one to end on. Okay, please. I have a really good one to end on. Okay, I'm ready. Okay. I'm skipping all the way to the end of the year, right? We're, we're, this is all about summer movies. Um, just because I feel like this is a good one to end on. Um, Wonka. Oh my gosh, you win. That is a good one to end on. Timothy Chalamet. Timothy Chalamet. Um plays the character. Keegan Michael Key. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Rowan okay. Atkinson. <gasps> we talked a lot yeah. about okay. I'm very excited for that. Yay. Okay, that's a really good one to end on. Yeah. Have we seen I, any anything at all what Timothy Chalamet no, looks like as Wonka? We haven't, but also, I mean, at this point, it's kind of funny because I think Charlie, there's Charlie in the Chocolate Factory, and then there's Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory, which was the Tim Burton catastrophe that we shall not speak about. Um, and that thing was such a piece of shit. Like that was so bad. I even saw movie. High, and it wasn't good. No, I, <laughs> that's oh God, how you it's, know it's, it's bad. <laughs> it's not. And also, it, it just and that's a terrible movie, and like a terrible trying to like you know like Redux. It's so far away from the book and so and everything. It just it's just bad. Um, so you can't get that much bad with this. So as long as they, they, you know, return to some innocence of the character or something, that's fine. I will say it is a little crazy. Uh, I don't know how I feel about it. Can I read you the, can I read you the synopsis? Sure. I, I am seeing him at, dressed as Wonka. He's like a young Wonka, right? Yeah. And that's, and okay. that's fine. Right? I'm looking I, I think, at him. I think t- Timothy Chalamet, Chalamet, I think him dressed as it. I'm like, okay, um, interesting right he's got some great cheekbones i'm in it's the story the story focuses on a young willy wonka and how he met the oompa loompas on one of his earliest adventures i don't know if we need to go there i don't know okay you know it's one of those things i don't i don't think we need to go there why are why are we okay why are we why are we the whole Um, point and this was i was talking to someone else about it too the whole point to charlie and the chocolate factory of like that of wonka's character He's not supposed to be the center point. He is this crazy person that you he's don't know if he's side lying. Piece. Yeah. Yeah. You don't know if he's lying. You don't know what's happening. It's like, and I, again, I'm, I'm basing this off of like another, um, uh, a video essay I watched about, uh, the hangover movies. And it's like, you watch the hangover movies, right? Did you like the hangover movies? Yeah. I love them. Okay. So there's the, so I like the, the first two. I didn't see the third one. But yes, good enough. I mean, it's just, you know, spoiler alert. They get hung over and have to recount, like do the same thing. They do the first movies. Um, 
But out of that, right, it was like the first movie came out and you have Bradley Cooper's character and Ed Helms' character and then Zach Galifianakis' character. And then at some sequel, they're just like, oh, people love Zach Galifianakis' character. So let's make him the center point. It's like, no, the reason he works is because he's not the center point. Don't make that's him the center point. point. Yes. Like, that's not his role. His role is yeah. to be somewhere in the background. His role is to be like the For comic sure. relief. Right. It's it's the world is, is the world is normal and he's crazy or the world is like it's it's one or the other. You know, you can't be the centerpiece and also be the crazy wild card. That does not how that's it a works. good point, because it going back to the Willy Wonka thing, it would be like in Wizard of Oz if they capitalize on the wizard being the main point. Yeah. Instead of just this ethereal being that everybody was looking towards. He's almost like yeah. the cruise director. In Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. It's like yeah. directing them all for the experience. Right. So I don't know. I mean, I do think this is, I don't know. I yeah. want it to be good. <laughs> I want it to be good too. And I, I've seen pictures of Timothy Chalamet dressed in the, in the, and I'm like, okay. And the cast is good, right? But like, honestly, you know what's funny? I'm like, the cast oh, is good cats in it. too. Okay. What's and that? we saw what happened. So the cast was really good for cats as well know. and we saw we, what happened there <laughs> yeah well it's funny too because it goes back to what i was saying too which is um you know uh you look at you you go back and you look at movies uh who's a good sign off on whether or not it's a good movie um ryan gosling there's no actor like ryan gosling in this to like lend some credibility you know rowan atkinson love him he's been in a lot of crappy movies keegan michael key he's been in a lot of crappy movies yeah, and tv fact. shows Right. Like, so it's no one on this list. I like them, but there's no one on this list that gives it some credibility of like, no, 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 no. Just give the, give the script a chance. Um, which I have to like deep, I have to dive deep and figure out if there's any specific actors or actresses where I feel like, um, I feel like they would be, uh, they would be a good sign off people other than Ryan Gosling. Yeah. Ryan Gosling is a really good one. Yeah. Although, you know, I, I realized the other night, sidebar i've never seen la la land me me either no, I, don't and I, I, either. I think i would truly love it i'm going to watch it it's, it's yeah. uh yeah i'll watch it me too Alone. um can i can i can i give one last cl- palate cleanser so we can get out of here there's no information on it but we know it's coming this year okay i'm That's excited Go ahead. um and this this the sequel to ghostbusters afterlife will be coming at the end of this year so end of this year that. end of 2020 okay. by, by all December, right great yeah. So I love it's that. slotted. It, they've they've you know scheduled a release for December twentieth, right, just in time for Christmas. So excellent, perfect. We'll see, and maybe great this one us. returns to New York. <laughs> it's great for us. It would be good if it returns to New York, and I haven't actually seen I anything being filmed that. or anything. But you know, we'll we'll see. Um, okay. If anything, I'll that's a my, perfect my, palate cleanser. Yeah, my kid, my kid is, uh, you know, my kid's an actor. Um, mm-hmm. He's acting. He's uh, he's going to show up. I, I, it was a funny enough. It's a movie that's on this list somewhere. Um, but I don't think it's the movie. I think it's the TV show, The Equalizer, that he's filming a scene for. So a little badass. I know. We'll see. But honestly, I'm gonna keep an eye out because, like, if they are filming Ghostbusters in New York City, I'm like, I'm gonna get him in on that. Gotta get him in. I'm gonna get myself so, in on that. Yeah, show up. I'll, I'll, I'll play a ghost. You know, <laughs> I'd be a great ghost. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'll go. Yeah. Okay, so that we have some decent ones in there, and some ones that are guaranteed to suck. So. Yeah. That's exciting. What did you I have mean, out of that list? Uh, did you have like your top, like what you're looking forward to something? You mean besides cocaine bear? Yes. Um, I don't know. No, 
I was re- <laughs> I was really looking forward to the Mario movie, but <laughs> I'm sorry for that. I'm not part. kidding. I really I'm I'm glad yeah. you told me. I'm glad you told me. Yeah. Uh, probably Meg too. That's it. Really? I'm totally fucking kidding. I'm totally kidding. I didn't even see the first one. Did I sell that really well? Ah, uh, you did. You got, me. you got me. No, I don't know. I don't know which one I'm looking forward to most, but yeah. um, I just feel like there's going to be some really good ones. Oh, I know exactly which one is The Little Mermaid. Yeah. I'm most excited about The yeah. Little Mermaid. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah, most um, excited I, for that. I will say, and funny enough, I didn't even know about its existence until we, we literally did this podcast. Um, okay. I would have said Oppenheimer, but... um. I'm going to end it and say I am looking forward to um, Asteroid City, the Wes Anderson. Oh, duh. Yeah, no. I, okay, that'll be my number two then. Yeah. All I right. Love, I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, I haven't seen a single frame of this movie, but just the cast list. I'm also excited because I think this might be the first time Tom Hanks is working with Wes Anderson, which. Um, really? Good for yeah. him. And Steve Carell. Has Steve Carell worked? Oh, God, I don't know. Yeah. Steve Carell. So good. But. um. But funny enough, out of that list, he you know, co-wrote not- that along um, Roman Coppola. It says, "What Asteroid City?" Mm-hmm. I did not know that. I didn't and, either. Wow, that's some star power. That's you know what? With, that's pretty back, good. We'll tie it in a bow. That is a sign-off. You know, uh, I'll there give you go. Credit. Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks has been in some a few crappy things here and there. Some things uh, that I, I would you know tilt my head at or anything, but. I think the combination, Steve Carell, Edward Norton. I mean, Brian Cranston's in it. Okay. Jeffrey Wright. Yeah. yeah. We're just going to, we're going to do it. I'm going to we'll go do that one. one. That's my pick. That's okay. My pick. Done. I'm going to go back to 1955 with Wes Anderson. So. Don't we all? All right. This is right. fun. I'm looking forward to seeing these. And of course, there'll probably be a few episodes on these. So. Yeah, we'll definitely do a few. We'll have to get you to an actual good theater. Not one that has like the, you know, <laughs> here's Coca-Cola ads for 20 minutes. We told you about Monster NBC's Squad. New- That's what I saw. Yeah, Monster Squad. I saw that. <gasps> Tom, no. You've never seen Monster Squad. The 1980s perfection. Uh, actually, it might be early 90s. About the kids that fight the monsters that come to their town on Halloween. No. We watch it every know. Halloween. It is my fiance's favorite movie. A bunch of us went to Alamo Draft House to watch Monster Squad. And you can drink in the mo- in the Alamo Draft House. Yeah. Movie theaters. I cannot believe you've not seen Monster Squad. It was written by Shane Black. It's incredible. I cannot. You have oh, to show man. this to your son. He will All love right. it. All right. Is this I'm like just going to okay. say the Wolfman has nards and you're just, you have to watch it. You're going to love it. Um, I feel like we should do an episode on like our little like hidden secret movies that okay. like no yeah, one has like seen that. that we recommend at some point. <laughs> Everyone's going to make fun of me, but yeah, let's do it. <laughs> like what the oh. fuck kind of childhood did you have? All right, guys, that was fun. Good time. Good times. 2023, big movie year. Excited for it. Looking forward to it. See ya. All right, bye. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945.